Welcome to Romance Your Tribe Radio with me, Janet Beckers, where every episode focuses on simple action steps you can do this week to grow your business online and bring joy to the work you do. Hello and welcome, it's Janet Beckers here and you are listening to Romance Your Tribe Radio podcast. And today on the podcast, our topic is all about podcasting. Why would you want to start your own podcast anyway? So if you have been thinking for a while, it may be on your wish list that, you know what, I'm going I'm to start a podcast one day. Or you may be having it on your I should do list of, you know, I really should do a podcast, but... And if that but is, it looks like so much work, um, you know, who am I to do this? You know, how do I even start? Well, we're going to cover some of those things today for you. So if that sounds like you, you're really going to enjoy today's episode because we're going to dive into what can you really realistically expect as outcomes from actually launching a podcast? And then we're going to do a bit of a reality check on actually what's involved in running a podcast, because it is a lot of work. Then I'm also going to share with you some things where, you know what, where you want to run a podcast, but you don't want to have all of that commitment, or you don't want to have as much work, you don't have to spend as much time on it. I'm going to share with you a couple of quite clever things that you can be doing that allow you to do some podcasting without having to get tied down so much with that. So we're going to look at those different options and what kind of outcomes you can expect from those Um those um, you know possibilities that you can do with your podcasting so how does that sound to you and along the way I'll share a few stories with you of my experience with podcasting because um, um, it's something that I have been doing in different forms for quite a few years now and helping a lot of my clients to launch their own podcasts and get really good results with them so we're gonna be able to have a look at some of that as well so let's get started First of all, what is a podcast? Now, really a podcast, if you think about your typical podcast, you might go over to iTunes, which is the most common um, podcasting platform, but you could be over on Google Play, you could be on Stitcher, you could be on any of the Android apps. Really, a podcast is a way for you to be able to listen or watch on video, um, you know, audio files or video files on demand and that they get released on regular intervals and you can go back and listen to all the past ones and you're just getting in a format so it is easy for you to be able to consume. So really, that's all a podcast is, is either a video or an audio that you get to listen to and it's produced regularly and you can be you can be uh, listening or um, watching it in lots of different places you might be watching it on iTunes you might be watching it if it's a video you might also be watching it on YouTube you could be seeing it on social media and very likely you will also be seeing it on a blog so that's what a podcast is now your most typical podcast let's start there with the typical podcast and what kind of experience that you can expect to have as the podcast host if you start it, what kind of outcomes that you can have. Now, you're listening or watching at the moment a very typical podcast. So your typical podcast is one where it is usually put out weekly 
it will have um, either somebody who's being interviewed, it could be an interview format, or it could be where you have the host teaching. It could be where you might have a couple of hosts that banter off each other, or it could be a combination of a lot of them. And they usually will go for a period of, say, between 20 minutes up to an hour is the pretty standard format for a podcast. So that's what you're doing at the moment through Romance Your Tribe Radio is in a lot of ways the format that I am using to produce Romance Your Tribe Radio is a very, very common, very typical and very successful format to use. So if this is the kind of podcast that you've been thinking when you think, you know, I'd like to start a podcast or I really should start a podcast, let's first of all look at what kind of outcomes you can expect from using that particular format. Um, so now if you see, if you're watching this on video and you see my eyes flick off every now and then, it's because I've got some notes here in front of me because I don't want to forget to leave any of these notes here for you. So if I flick down there, that's what I'm doing, okay? Um, so let's do the first thing. If you're going to be interviewing people through your podcast, there's some really great things that come from that. Now with Romance Your Tribe Radio, I alternate every second week I have an interview that I do with somebody who I really respect and adore, um, somebody who I really want to introduce you to. So I do interviews in that way and then I alternate. The second week is going to be me, like I'm doing right now, teaching you in depth on a topic. So let's first of all look at the advantages of the interview format and then we'll have got the advantages of doing what I'm doing in this episode, the teaching format. And so you get an idea of which of those ones is going to be best for you or if like me, you're going to mix it up. So if you're using the interview format, this is kind of like the Oprah effect. This is where you may not actually be very well known in your industry. You may just be starting out, but you get to bask in the glory of the people who you interview. So you are seen as an expert by association. You get to be the passionate reporter. And in fact, this is how I started my wonderful web women business, which was is now going back about a decade. Um, I've been doing that this long. Now there were, wasn't podcasting then, so I did that through a weekly interview and then sent it out to everybody. Um, then, after a time, I was able to repurpose those interviews as a podcast. So I actually just took those interviews and put them as a podcast. Now, the nice part with me is I was totally new. I had no mailing list. Nobody knew who I was, but very, very quickly was seen as being an expert because I was talking to experts. So we were seen as being equal. So that is a real advantage. It's number one, you get to position yourself as somebody to take notice of in your industry very quickly by being the podcast host. Now, the other side that comes with that is because you are interviewing experts, you're um, emailing them, inviting them, you're talking to them actually on your recordings and you have a bit of a talk before you start hitting the record button or after it so you get to know each other. It is such a wonderful way for you to start developing relationships with significant people in your industry. So that is um, a really strong benefit. And in fact, for me, that was one of the things that really, really launched my business in the first place was those relationships. 
that I developed. In fact, when I started my business, Wonderful Web Women, that was one of the biggest advantages that came to me, was the contacts that I made with all these wonderful people in my industry. So I then was able to, um, you know, these, these people who I ended up doing joint ventures with, people who gave me opportunities to present on their stages, people who invited me to their weddings, you know. <laughs> it, um, it became a way of being able to really start to get to know influential people in your industry so that is a great advantage another one of the interview format now another advantage of the interview format is it means that you can provide really good quality ongoing content that you can be putting out to the marketplace to be able to attract new clients to you to really develop those relationships with your existing subscribers and to continue your relationships with your customers you get to create really really good content but you don't have to come up with it all the time because you're interviewing the people who are the content experts on whatever it is that you're interviewing them on so that is a really fantastic way especially when you know you may be really struggling to come up with content ideas um, this is a really nice way to be able to do that so that's another great advantage of the um, the expert model now let's also look at other people who you could be interviewing you can also be interviewing your clients now um, in one of the podcasts that I was running a few years ago and I think I might start it up again soon was specifically around interviewing clients of mine it was called, it's called rising stars radio and for quite a while there I wasn't even the host of it I actually had students of mine who were learning how to podcast or learning how to interview they were actually interviewing other students of mine about what sort of results they got through with my programs so, so yeah I think I'll start that one again um, or I may just include those sorts of interviews as part of um, this this series that I've got now you know they, they may be some of the people who I have as my interviews people who've taken um, you know, taken action with what I teach and got results. No matter large or small, but they've got results. So this is a great way for you to be able to shine the light on your clients and be doing it in a story way. So it's even stronger than a testimonial because they're sharing their story. Um, so that is another great way for you to be able to interview um, and to be able to get those stories from your clients as well. So it doesn't just have to be the experts. Now, if you're going to be the person where it is you who is going to be the person who is teaching, or you may have somebody that you're routinely having as a host that you're bantering off each other, but you're teaching, is that gives you an opportunity to really be able to demonstrate to people what it would be like to work with you because they will get to hear your expertise. They'll get to see the way that you communicate, the way that you think. Are you an organized person? Are you um, more of a story? liaison you know wandering around type person you know different ways that you work so they get to get a feel of who you are but also what is it like to work with you and how much do you know <laughs> so um, that can be a really powerful way to do it so that's why I alternate because I want you to get a feel for what it is to be able to work with me to get a feel for what it is like to do my rising stars coaching program or to be going through any of my learning programs on say video marketing which includes in my video marketing one includes how do you podcast how do you do video podcasts all those steps are in my video programs um, or you might be 
um, looking at, um, you know, you get a feel for what it's like to do any of my other coaching programs where it's got me teaching. So that's why I do that. And also I've got so much knowledge on so many different things after all of the people I've worked with that I know that I can be teaching you a lot over a long time here and not even touch on the stuff that I do in my paid programs. So if you're in a position where you know, you know your stuff and you know you've got so much to be able to share, this can be another great thing for you to be able to do, to do those teaching sort of programs. Um, So that's why I alternate. I I like to have the experts and I like to be able to teach as well. And it mixes it up for you as well. So these are the advantages. If you can use those particular methods of either the um, expert interview, interviews with with your clients who take an action and teaching um, classes where you're you're actually teaching just you straight to um, to the to the camera or just to the audio that's a, these are the fantastic outcomes you get and it also means that you are continually producing high quality content and so you know it allows you to have a routine that you develop around that so you know that you're always going to be creating some really good content that positions you as the expert that attracts new people and develops those relationships with existing clients so you have a routine around there so if that's the one that works for you that's all you got to do okay Um, and it also allows you that you know I'm creating this video I could just put on YouTube if I wanted to but I've chosen to put it on YouTube I've then also chosen to put it on my blog I've also chosen to just take the audio out of it and put that over on to iTunes and the other podcast directories I could put the video if I wanted to, but I prefer for longer ones, when these are all longer, like 20 minutes or more, to teach. I think audio works a lot better for people if they're going to be doing it through a podcast platform, which is usually their phone. Um, So, you know, and then I also make it so that it goes out to social media. I do a blog article on it. We do the transcripts. I'm milking it, baby, for all it's worth. So it allows you to create really good content and repurpose it. And so, you know, once you've got your routines around, that then it means that you know that you're always going to be giving great input so these are the things that are the real benefits of the traditional method now let's have a look at a couple of the biggest objections that you will have to creating a podcast and these are very very real you know you have to really consider these before you even think about doing it okay and I'm going to give you a few alternatives that may be easier for you to do that are still going to be making the most of the um, you know the platforms that you can be doing with your podcasting so here are the big ones that you've got number one It's a hell of a lot of work. I'm going to be honest with you here. For me to, for example, this episode, for me to create this episode, I've gone back to surveys that I've done of my clients or my subscribers about what were their questions, their big problems, things that they wanted to know about and identified topics. Then I've gone and looked for what kind of keywords are the best things to do. So I'm doing it systematically. Then I've gone, okay, well, what am I going to talk about? So I have to work out what is my content plan so that I'm not just rambling. Then I have to record it. So I'm recording this on video. Then there is the editing 
Now, I don't do that. I've got systems. I've got other people that do all that for me. But, you know, there is the editing. There is going to be getting it transcribed. There's going to be putting it onto the blog. There's putting out the emails. There's all of the automation stuff to be set up in the first place. I do not think that because this is a common thing to do, that it's easy. It is a lot of work. And so that's a reality check. So if you're going to be deciding that you're going to do, say, a traditional podcast, the one that may be between 20 to 60 minutes, it's going every week, and you're going to be producing that content and putting it out there, you know, be aware that this is going to take you time. This is going to be a serious chunk of your time. So if it's going to, if you're going to do this, you absolutely need to have systems around it. As I said to you, you know, I'm the one that comes up with the topic. I'm the one that records this. I'm the one that works out the content. I am not the one that does anything after that. <laughs> Other people do all of that for me. But we've got our we've got our systems. We've got our routines, and these are actually routines that I share and teach as part of my video marketing program. You may think that podcasting doesn't really fit under video marketing, but I just teach how to use video marketing how to use videos and then just leverage it. If you're going to create a video, milk it, baby. So that's number one. Now, let me also show with you another way. So we've got that just accept that this is a lot of work, okay? It is. And so be prepared to create systems around it. But what if you go, you know, I want to have something that's regular, but, and I want to be able to have the systems, but I so don't want to be spending that amount of time doing all those interviews. I don't want to spend the time really putting down some comprehensive teaching like I'm doing with you now. You know, I, I want to have that nice advantage of having regular contact, being out there, being seen, being consistent, but without all the work. Well, here is another great solution. And this is one that I did for four years um, with wonderful web TV. And it's one, it's the format that I teach in my video um, marketing programs and that I have had hundreds of clients go through and use. And that is doing all of those, leveraging all of the technology and really leveraging all of that consistency. But you're creating videos and they're only about three minutes long. You can even create audios for just three minutes long. I've got one of my clients that's decided that's the format she's gonna do. She's gonna do about five minutes and they're all audio. Now, for me, it's the video is such a beautiful way to be able to get to you know, build a relationship with you. Um, so I really like to teach people to use video. But three to five minutes, I did that for four years uh, with Wonderful Web TV and I only um, shot my film about um, once every three months. With little tiny short ones like this, you can batch really, really well. So that's your way to get around it. It's a really good format. Um, you know, and it's a, pro, and it's, a, it's a format that I may even start including again. But after four years, I found with me, I was starting to repeat a few topics and I really wanted to be able to dive in deeper. And also I was missing interviewing people. That's where I started from and I love it. So I wanted to start doing an interview podcast again so that I could start, you know, having those conversations with friends again. So for me, that's why I did it. So that for, for four years, that worked exceptionally well. And I've got a lot of clients whose businesses started and took off simply because they started using those videos. 
Um, I'll share with you uh, later. You can go to romanceyourtribe.com forward slash video kickstart. Um, I'll share the links down below if you if you come over onto the blog page as well. That's where there's got some free training that that teaches you um, about how do you put all together that the the three minute video series and how do you what sort of software and how do you work out all your topics. I've got all of that there for you for free. Okay, so you can get those links. That's my gift for you to go along with this. Um, so that's one way that you can do it. You know, and you can really if you're going to do the work, you may as milk it as much as you do in any content you create. Yeah, you know, create. You know, take bits of content out of it use it on social media use it on your blogs just milk a baby so yes it is a hell of a lot of work but that is one alternative now the other objection that people have and you might have this too is you know once I start it you know this is a huge commitment I could be doing this for years I just shared with you I I did wonderful web TV for four years that's think about it that's over 200 episodes um, so yeah, you could be thinking this is way too much of a commitment. I don't want to do this. So let's have a look at that answer. You may not realize Romance Your Tribe Radio, even though at the time of me filming this, I've only been running it again for about a month, is I actually launched this a couple of years ago. And I launched it as a short term series. I think it maybe had say eight maybe eight or nine interviews I can't quite remember um, you can have a look at the you can look and see how many I've done and the reason I launched it was I was launching my book Romance Your Tribe um, the Romance Your Tribe online and as part of that I wanted to include case studies and I want to include some interviews with people who I thought built their tribe really well so that's what I did I thought well if I'm gonna do some interviews and I'm gonna have those as case studies to put in my book I may as well record them and I may as well record them in a format that would make really good sense for a podcast. And that's what I did. So those interviews, I transcribed them, condensed them. I say I did, my transcriptionist. And they went in as into the book. And then I was able to use that as the podcast. So I milked it for all I could. And the thing was, it was only ever going to be a short-term podcast. And so I did a lot of my marketing. It was just part of my marketing when I launched the book, is go and get the podcast as well. So it only had to be there for a short time. It achieved my goal. I've got one of my clients at the moment who is writing a book. And, you know, as a big part of her book is case studies who of people who've created success doing what it is that she helps people to do. And so... What she's doing is exactly what I did. She's doing these interviews for her book, but she's doing it and she's creating a podcast at the same time. So when the book goes live, so will the podcast. That's a great way to do it. So you, it's going to be there all the time. You can keep on sending back to people to the to go and see um, all of the past recorded episodes. And so you've got that there working for you. Um, I have one client who she launched, uh, she did her weekly videos for one year. Um, and then she said, look, I haven't produced any more videos since, but those videos that I produce weekly and that I had podcasted out to iTunes and everywhere are still bringing me in clients. So you don't have to do it forever. And that's the other way you can do it. You can be using it for a book. You can also be doing it as seasons. So you can get around letting people know this is not forever. You can say, this is season one. And you know you may do it for a period of time until you're sick of it. And then you can decide, okay, well, I'm gonna do it again next year. And we'll call it season two. The other side that you've got 
is it's up to you how often you want to do it. You don't have to do it weekly. You might decide that you're going to do a podcast and it just goes out once a month. You're in charge, baby. You do what you want to do. You know, you may be doing other things that are going to be or maybe even related to the episodes, but that you're going to be doing as your content in the weeks in between. You know, and this is the thing. You do not have to do the same as everybody. You just have to be very, very clear on why would you want to start a podcast in the first place? Is a podcast the best way for you to achieve those outcomes? Because there's other ways. And if so, well, what format are you going to do? You're in charge, baby. You can decide. Am I going to do the short and sweet videos? Am I going to make it just me? Am I going to interview experts? Am I going to interview clients? Am I going to find a co-host and bounce ideas off? Am I going to do a mixture of the whole thing? Am I going to do it for seasons? Am I just going to do it short term to launch a new program, launch a book? Am I going to be doing this as the long haul because it's something that I want to keep on doing? You know what? It is up to you. So be very clear on what outcomes you want to achieve and what's going to be the best format for you to do that and what will work within the constraints of your business. So I would love to hear from you. Have you been thinking about starting a podcast? I'd love to hear if this has helped you to be able to make that decision. And why don't you share down below if you're here on the blog or you may be watching this on YouTube, wherever you're watching this, you know, come over to the website where you can leave your comments and you know, tell me you know, if you start a podcast, what's your topic going to be? What are you going to do it on? Which of the formats have I talked about works really well for you? I would love to hear that. Um, so please leave your comments and share this with any of your friends. And I'll also share on the website the res- some of the resources that I've mentioned while I've been here. If you'd like to get some free training on the method that uses what I call a MeTV method, the short and sweet videos that build a connection and that means that you're in people's inboxes every single week. Um, the one that I used for years and my clients have used to, you know, to with a great success for years. Um, then you can go to romanceyourtribe.com forward slash video kickstart. <laughs> I had to think about that one. Video kickstart. You can go there, but I'll have the links down below. Um, and I'll also include some links to the other podcasts that I've got over there on, on iTunes, so you can go and check them out as well. Okay, looking forward to hearing from you. Go get them, folks. Go out and take some action and, um, and get some results. Okay, bye. It's Janet here. Thanks for joining me on Romance Your Tribe Radio. Hey, you heard our voices today, but do you want to see what we really look like? You can see the video version of this episode over at romanceyourtribe.com and grab the show notes while you're there. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate if you show the love and leave an honest review on iTunes or your favorite podcast directory. I'll see you on the next episode.